Good evening, everybody. Pastor Rusty Martin coming to you again, May the 12th, Tuesday night. Some more teaching on the subject of uh, sanctification. You know, it's teaching that helps uh, get these doctrines established in your heart and in your spirit. You know, the Bible is not like a book that we read and we say, oh, well, we're going to do this and we're going to do this, but we're not going to do this, we're not going to do this. Literally, the Bible is a living Word of God uh, that gets into your spirit, gets into your heart, and then from the heart, it helps grow out outwardly uh, the, the, the in Christ's nature, the new nature that you've received through salvation. Now, as we go through this, you know, uh, last night we talked about in Hebrews how uh, those offerings that they would make uh, there in the tabernacle, how the blood would be spilled, uh, they would be offered up, uh, they would take the carcasses of the animals, they'd burn them outside the camp in the same like manner. Jesus shed his blood uh, uh, for sanctification of the believer, just like they used sanctification under the law or the blood of bulls and goats to sanctify those under the law uh, for another year. Uh, so we must realize that work of sanctification that goes on in our hearts after the new birth is something that the, the Jewish people were, were not unfamiliar with. The drama of the, of the tabernacle sacrifice, the holy of holies, uh, the priest going in once a year, uh, uh, sanctifying himself, sanctifying the offering, then offering the offering up for sanctification was literally what happened for us through what Jesus did in his death, burial, and resurrection. That way, it was, theirs was an outward administration of a law uh, in order to get them to adhere to the provisions of what God wanted them to do, how God wanted them to act. He didn't want them acting like, looking like, or being like any of the heathen nations that were around them. But now we have a different work, not an outward work in which we are obeying a bunch of rules and regulations, but an inward work of grace and righteousness, which just cuts off the motivation, cuts off the desire to want to do wrong. Now, now you say, well, describe wrong, describe sin. It's anything that separates you from God. Anything that causes you to be uh, 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 yielded to the nature of your flesh or your mind. Anything that would cause you to, uh, uh, to pull back from the Word. To, to, to pull back from prayer. To pull back from church. To pull back from any uh, righteous act uh, that shows forth out of, your, out of your innermost being who you really are. Who you are in Christ. Scripture tonight, 1 Corinthians chapter 6 in verse 9. Listen to this. This is really good. Know ye not uh, that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom, kingdom of God. Be not deceived, neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor the effeminate, nor abusers of themselves with mankind, nor thieves, nor covenants, nor drunkards, nor revelers, nor extortioners shall inherit the kingdom of God. And such were some of you. But ye are washed, but ye are sanctified, but ye are justified in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and by the Spirit of our God. So not only do we have the blood working on our behalf that keeps us in a perpetual state of purification. You say, now, Pastor, how can you go around saying that you're, you're, you're pure from sin? Because the blood of Jesus keeps us in a perpetual state of pur purification, which means when you are a, a Christian and you do commit a sin, you obey the scripture in 1 John, you confess your sin to the Lord, and the Bible says He is just, he is, he is faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us of all unrighteousness. That's the perpetual working of the blood of Jesus in our life. Listen, there's nothing that guarantees you'll never sin again once you've been saved. The guarantee is that if you will yield to the process of the 
sanctification of God through the word of God, his truth. Remember John 7, uh, 17, 17. Sanctify them by thy truth. Thy word is thy truth. And the work of the spirit that it says here. I got to read this in the Amplified. You'll like this. It says, uh, do you not know that the unrighteous and wrongdoers will not inherit or have any share in the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived, misled. Neither the impure, the immoral, idolaters, adulterers, those who participate in homosexuality, nor cheats or swindlers or thieves, nor greedy, nor greedy graspers, nor drunkards, nor foul-mouthed revelers and slanders, not extortioners or robbers, they will not inherit or have any share in the kingdom of God. And such were some of you once, but you were washed cleaned, purified by a complete atonement for sin and made free from the guilt of sin. And you were consecrated, set apart, hallowed. You were justified, pronounced righteous by trusting in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and in His Holy Spirit, the Spirit of our God. Wow! That is, that is so powerful. You think about the unholiness of man, of how unholy man is in his flesh, in his mind. Look at what man has come up with in the 6,000 years that man has been separated from God. Look what man has come up with in order to practice sin. Church, we are at levels now, mankind is at levels now of sinning uh, that, that, that were even unheard of even 10, 15, 20 years ago. Listen, uh, the depravity of man, the sexual immorality, uh, the perversion of the mind of men and women is beyond scope today. And listen, we're very, we're, we're very blessed. We're, we're cocooned. We're, we're, we're kind of kept by God. But I'm telling you, if we really knew what was going on out in the world, in the world system, I've had a little bit of experience with it. I know some of the things that are going on. It is absolutely wretched. And it is foul in the nostrils of God. That's why God has brought you out of that, not by a power you try to produce for yourself, but by a power He has given you, the power in the name of Jesus, the power of the blood of Jesus, and the power of the Spirit of God that's working in you. Now, the bottom line to this is yielding. That's why, you know, you, you, you hear me talk, you know, encourage you. Come to church. Come to prayer. Tithe and offer. Uh, give to missions. Find a place in the church where you can work. Uh, uh, go on missions trips. You know, what I'm telling you to do is to live a lifestyle of sanctification and of righteousness. You say, well, why do you want me to do that, Pastor? Because it behooves you to do that, to be a partaker of that which the kingdom of God produces. Listen, in the kingdom, there's no sickness or disease. In the kingdom, there's no poverty or lack. In the kingdom, there's no depression. There's no oppression. You say, well, Pastor, that, you're, you're talking about heaven. No, the kingdom of God is in you. The dominion of God is in you. You know, the Bible says to work out your own salvation. That's in Philippians chapter 3. It's talking about, in that particular chapter, serving God, serving people, loving God and loving people, and how Jesus literally made himself of no reputation and served us on a level that no God has ever served any type of its subjects before. Our Heavenly Father has served us through the blood and death of his own Son so that we might be sanctified, set apart, and let the procedure and production of holiness work in our lives. Man, that's a powerful truth. In doing that, everything He supplied for us in the kingdom belongs to us. Faith works. Love works. Sanctification works. 
Righteousness works. Listen, you don't get all this perfect in a week, a month, a year, 10 years. It is a lifestyle that you live. Being sanctified more and more, the more that you participate with anything that you can find that has that spiritual value to it. And let me close by saying this. Your prayer life has great spiritual value. Your study of the Word has great spiritual value. Your attendance here at Island Church has great spiritual value. Your tithing, your offering has great spiritual value. Your participation in what God's doing in the church, the local church you're a part of, has great spiritual value. Uh, your, your, your missions work, your, all that you do, everything, it has great spiritual value in producing a lifestyle of sanctification and righteousness in your life. We're going to come back and speak to you again more on this subject on Thursday and Friday night. And I'm going to show you through the Word of God how when you come out and separate yourself from the world and its system, how the work of righteousness and sanctification in your life elevates you here in this earth. And I'll give you a good illustration. I'm not afraid of the coronavirus. I'm not afraid of anything about it whatsoever, any other sickness or disease, because the work of sanctification on the subject of healing is working in my life, and it separates me from sickness and disease and imparts unto me the virtue of God's healing power. We love you. God loves you. Be sure and minister to people around you. There are so many hurting, needy, and fearful people. You have the message. You have the answer. And I guarantee you, you can share it with them in Jesus' name. We'll see you in church tomorrow night, Wednesday night. Be sure and come for prayer at 630. We'll see you in the service. We'll have a wonderful time in the Spirit. God bless you. We love you. And see you soon. <music>